The following is a Breaks Media podcast. You are now listening to the best podcast in the world, The Awakened Soul, hosted by my daddy. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 90 of The Awakened Soul. We are pushing closer and closer to episode 100, which... According to my calculation, should be dropping around mid-May, I believe. Um, don't don't quote me on that one, but <laughs> I think it is coming around mid-May. But this is the 90th episode of The Awakened Soul. I'm your host, CEO Hayes. For any first-time listeners, make sure you go and follow The Awakened Soul Podcast at Awakened Soul Pod. Um, you can also send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, topic ideas, all that good stuff. The Awakened Soul Pod at gmo.com. We are also part of the Breaks Media Network. So go to the BreaksMediaNetwork.com to check out this podcast as well as the 11 other lovely podcasts that are on the network. Um, we are in the midst of building a forum page um, on the website as well so we can get some of those conversations going about topics you'll hear here, topics you'll hear on Technical Foul, topics you'll hear on a few uh, screws loose, just a wide array of things that we cover on the network between sports, mental health, politics, uh, music, just just another avenue to keep that conversation going. Another way for you guys to interact with some of your favorite hosts from uh, the Breaks Media podcast. So this episode, we will definitely be discussing Jesse Smollett, as I'm sure you guys were able to figure out that we'll definitely be discussing that for sure. I'm um, on top of that. Uh, we'll be actually talking about R. Kelly during the end of mine, Hey segment, which we'll be getting into in just a second. Uh, so other than that, you got the usual suspects. You have Scoop Grady, P.Y. Tiana, um, bringing the, the petty news and the unpopular opinion, respectively. Enough of that. Enough prefacing. This is The Awakened Soul. For any uh, anyone who's new to it, you're in for experience. We're going to go ahead and get into our lovely intro music. And on the other side of this, it will be the In the Mind of Hayes segment. So any first time uh, listeners, this is the In the Mind of Hayes segment where I get my stuff off, basically. And if anyone could not guess, the first thing that we will be talking about this week during this segment is R. Kelly. Indicted on 10 counts of sexual abuse um, against four victims. And so he was given a million dollar bail. Uh, he had to post $100,000 of that to make bond. Could not post it. So he is... Still in jail as of this recording. Um, and more stuff has come out from this. So he's actually $169,000 uh, behind on child support. And it was another $166,000 uh, in unpaid rent. Um, so 
it's all falling down around R. Kelly. But to get into this case specifically, um, a lot of details have not come out. Uh, some that that have is that one of the victims actually turned in a shirt that w- that happened over in one of these alleged um, attacks. And I don't even know why I'm saying alleged. I guess I'm just saying it to be PC. But at this point, I think we all know it's more than likely true than not when it comes to R. Kelly. And it's, it's all coming down, crashing around him. Um, so a shirt was turned in. They end up having his DNA on it. Um, and it, it's 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 just crazy to see how after the um, Surviving R. Kelly documentary came out, how just everything between the mute R. Kelly, between him getting dropped from a record label, it's just all slowly been crumbling and it all cultivated um, in this and him finally getting arrested. And it feels long overdue. And for those victims, I know uh, at least uh, two of them, I believe, were underage at the time um, of of the encounters. So it, it's it, it's what we've all expected to come from R. Kelly for a while. They should have got him back in, what, 2007, 2008. Um, they didn't. But hopefully now that can be corrected. And I said it then when the Surviving R. Kelly thing happened. I think we talked about it on uh, on the hip-hop podcast, The Breaks Radio. Uh, we talked about how long would it take? How long would it take for him to get charged? How long would it take for him to get arrested? I believe me and Johnny both didn't think it would happen this soon. Um, but it says a lot. It says a lot about just people being tired and him feeling like he was untouchable for a while. I think everyone involved in this sees where they possibly failed the victims beforehand in other cases. And it's being taken very serious this time. And it should be me personally. I say throw the motherfucker under the jail and I hate, you know, playing uh jury or, or judging someone else on this. But one thing that, that is not, I, I won't defend it all. And one thing that I, I personally can't stand is any type of sexual abuse allegations and, what this has been going on for the better part of 20 years with R. Kelly, even longer. Uh, when you look back at the documentary and some of the stuff that was going on, my opinion here though, um, there are some people around R. Kelly also that need to get arrested. Uh, I've talked before about his uh, manager who helped falsify documents when he married Aaliyah. That motherfucker needs to go away too, in my opinion. Um, some of the other people around him um, who've just have done or helped him get away with things or cover up things or whatever. They all need to go. They all need to go away. Um, so the fact that this is, this is happening to him, I, I feel no sympathy. I hope he's charged to the, to the highest degree that they can charge him with, that they can sentence, sentence him to. That's my personal opinion. Um, you even hear on the flip side of this, that there are women who are, trying to get his bail money together, female fans of his that are trying to help him get out of jail. And when you hear about stuff like this, it's just you just have to shake your head at it. It's just sad. Um, but I hope, for one, that that they get him this time, um, according to the law. I hope that they charge him. I hope everything is all above board. Um, and that when he goes away, there's no questions, no ifs, and buts, no controversy, no doubts. Put him away. That's my personal opinion. Um, let me know what your guys is. Uh, but uh, another thing, so we will talk about it in the discussion topic. We do talk um, to Ronda Mary. We talk about the Jesse Smollett situation. So we get in detail there. But I do want to talk uh, here just briefly about, so he 
um, after he got out of jail, he did go um, to the Empire set. Uh, had a basically a meeting with his castmates where he still affirmed that he's actually innocent. So it's like, how serious is he actually taking this? Um, it, it's it's just crazy to me. It's crazy to me that you know you would think that he would just admit it. Let's just go forth. I mean, hey, I guess keep your innocence until you're proven guilty, right? Um, but it's all coming down around him too. I I. I think that all the details uh have already come out we talk about it later in the subject but I, uh later in the in the podcast but i definitely wanted to touch on that briefly uh just to let everyone know kind of what's going on there and anything that was missed in that discussion topic um it actually came out after we recorded it um but i know we just talked about two very kind of bad and sad situations but this next one i'm very proud to talk about and that is colin kaepernick reached a settlement with the NFL. Now the numbers uh have been reported I at some places have it as high as 100 million um that he got in the settlement. Some places have uh some some reports have said that's way too high. It's been in the 60, 80 million dollar range and in some places have even said that it's probably considerably lower than that. Um but I I'm I'm happy that that him and Ed Reed uh got their justice uh so to say. I mean, the man has been out of the NFL now what over 2 years. And uh, it was what what should have been some of the prime years of his career. So now that uh, that this has gone away, the question has started to arise. Is he going to get signed by an NFL team? I personally still don't think he is. What do you guys think? You know, I always like leaving uh, you guys on a question here during the end of mine. Hey, segment. So do you think Colin Kaepernick will be signed by an NFL team uh, next season? I personally don't. I posted on the breaks media. Uh, Twitter page as well as the Awaken Soul page. Vote. Let me know how you guys feel. If you guys have any thoughts about any of these subjects, go ahead and send it in again. That email is theawakensoulpod at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing you hearing from you guys. We're going to keep following um, all these topics and subjects as they continue to develop, especially our Kelly one. Um, I'll probably bring 8-Track Brown on to discuss some of it because you know, 8-Track, uh, I love talking to him about that type of stuff, not just because he's loud and boisterous, but um, because it's a good conversation and anyone who who's new listening to this just know when a tracks on is going to definitely be an experience. Um, but that's it. That's it for the end of mine. Hey, segment for the viewers of this segment on YouTube, make sure you go and follow the full podcast episode. Uh, there'll be a link in the description. Um, otherwise we're going to go ahead and take a brief break on the other side of that. It's going to be the unpopular opinion from the one and only PYTiana. I'll see you guys after that. What's up, everybody? This is Dan, a.k.a. Dan on Drugs. And I am Afro Becky, a.k.a. Afro Becky. And we are the Black Law and Legal Lies Podcast, a weekly legal podcast for the culture. Each week, we have conversations with our co-host, Anne, a licensed and practicing slash ratchet ass attorney, as well as myself, a rehabilitated criminal and our lovely, esteemed moderator, Afro Becky. Most of our topics are legal in nature, and we discuss them in a relatable way. We release new episodes every Tuesday. Yo, you can find us anywhere podcasts are available. Or you can find us on social media at Black Law Podcast. So check us out. Or don't. Hey! What? Sometimes people do like the opposites. Good morning to y'all! 
happy Monday to you. How y'all feeling this morning? It's a brand new week, y'all. Let's set it off with an unpopular opinion. So, y'all, you ever feel like life is picking on you? I mean, every time you take two steps forward, your ass get knocked three steps back. I mean, it feel like everybody living their best life smiling and cheesing, and here you is just can't get right. Well, that is my unpopular opinion. You see, life ain't picking on you, baby. It's only preparing you to have those good times and those smiles that you see those other people going through. You see, life ain't just picking on you, it pick on everybody. Everybody that wants something that is. It have a funny way of preparing you by putting you through a whole lot of bullshit initially so that you can celebrate and recognize the good times in the future. See those same people that you see smiling, laughing, and giggling? Oh, trust they go through their share of bullshit too. It's just not their time right now. See, I don't know nothing in life that grows in comfortable situations. Flowers take a certain amount of sunlight. Tragedy have to strike for you to recognize the good stuff you have going on in your life. That's just the way it works. All you have to do is stay focused, understand that you're going through a test, and put yourself in a mind frame that opens you up to accept what's going on with you at the time. All you have to do is wait your turn. See, you got to turn at this thing. We all do. Life is full of ups and downs. You just happen to be going through your down right now. So while you own your down, remember to count it all joy. Because trouble don't last always. And that's all I have to say about that. This has been Unpopular Opinion with me, Tiana, the Around Electual Girl. Follow at Official ATL Girl on all social media outlets and subscribe on YouTube at Around Electual Girl. You got unpopular opinions? I want to know like Joe. Send them to aroundelectualgirl at gmail.com. I'm serving up hot morning tea seven days a week. You need a morning push? You know where to find me. Happy Monday to you. What a great unpopular opinion this week uh, from Piwatiana. Remember, always when you're down, it's always good to celebrate someone's ups while you're down. You'll be surprised at how quick that karma can turn around and help you pick you up. It's always good to, to celebrate other people's victories as well. Um, so that's my piece on that. Uh, let let me know what you think about the unpopular opinion. Let Tiana know what you think about the unpopular opinion. Make sure you guys are going and supporting her podcast as well. We're going to go ahead. We're going to get into another break, another commercial break. This time you guys are going to be hearing from the team podcast. Then on the other side of that, it's the Petty News Report from Scoop Grady himself. You guys already know. I'll see you guys after that. Hey, guys. It's your girl, Beck Easy. Hi, everybody. It's your girl, Joanne. Hey, guys. It's Trell, and this is The, the team. team. And we want to welcome you into our group chat where we talk any and everything from ABCs of sex to finding your passion. Catch us every other Tuesday on Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and YouTube. Because we lit. Take that, take that. Damn. <laughs> Yo, what up, everybody? Scoop Grady once again with the Petty News Report. What's been going on with everybody out there? 
we got so much to talk about. Let's get right into it. Shout out to everybody that won an Oscar tonight. Shout out to Regina King. Shout out to Spike Lee. Speaking of Spike Lee, did you really have to jump into Samuel Jackson's arms like that? You was like a girl that just got reunited with her boyfriend. Congratulations, bro. But you're still a grown man. Don't be jumping into no other man arms like that. But did you see how Samuel Jackson was so happy for him, man? Like, Spike Lee came a long way. He should have won a freaking Oscar for so many other things. It's not even funny. But definitely salute to him. Salute to everybody, y'all. And next, shout out to Chad Ochocinco. He pays rent for a Twitter follower who was facing eviction. That is dope. I'm about to get on Twitter right now and tell Chad, hey, I got loans that's out there that need to be paid. What you gonna do, what you gonna do dog? You gonna help me? Since you just out here in the giving move, I got a couple credit cards that need to be paid off, Chad. I'm saying Chad. But nah, salute to that, man. That's definitely um, a great thing to do, you know what I'm saying? I, I wish more people would do it, you know. But hey, we'll see you in the future. Next. Ja Rule, Ja Rule. You took probably the biggest L in 2019. Ja Rule was performing at the Bucks halftime show, and he was trying to get the crowd involved. He was like, y'all ready? Nobody said a damn thing. He said, I guess not. Ja Rule, let it go, dog. Just let rap go, man. I, I, don't, I don't even know what to say, bro. The fans ain't fucking with you. And that's just real. Like, nobody's really fucking with you. Ja Rule was really ready for them to holla, holla. And nobody said a damn thing. I guess he just wondered what he gonna do without his baby. I guess he wait for that girl to put it on him. Or maybe he just might clap back. He gonna clap back. Nah. Ja Rule, just stay out of the limelight, dog. And a petty question of the week. Single people, are you still friends with your ex on social media? That is the petty question of the week. Are you still friends with your ex on social media? And that is all we have for today. Continue listening to Awaken Soul. Thank you. And please keep Ja Rule out the spotlight. All right. That was the petty news report. I got nothing to add. I, I don't I don't even know what to say uh, to Scoop anymore. The dude's hilarious for one. Um, the way that he mixes in uh, actual news with his brand of comedy is, is always great. Shout out to, to Scoop Grady there on that one. Uh, make sure you guys and also you're also supporting. Um, he has a live show coming up in March. Make sure you guys go and support. Um, not sure if I'm going to be able to be there or not. But everyone go and show out and and show up for for this young man and everything he's doing. Uh, the inside scoop, him and AB have been killing it, uh, especially since AB came on. Uh, they've they've delivered some great episodes. So support. I know you guys are listening to Liddy Wake and Soul, but make sure you're supporting the other hosts and the contributors to Liddy Wake and Soul as well, because everyone has their own thing going on. Um, and that's that's why we come together and we're able to deliver such a great product. So uh, go and support Scoop Grady and AB in their live show. It's going. I guarantee you guys are going to leave out of there laughing your ass off. And and also because listen, they're funny as hell, but they also they they can get serious sometimes. So go and support that show. Um, even though I can't, I, I may not be able to. I want to say a hundred percent yet, but I may not be there. Um, not to end it on the down note, but go and support Scoop Grady. It's time now. You guys already know what time it is. It's time to get into the discussion topic. For any first-time listeners of the Awakened Soul, the discussion topic every week. I know we have our segments, but we like to end it on something that makes you think. That's that. That's what the Awakened Soul is here for. It's it's here to talk about the things, to go on a deeper level, to make you think, to talk about the things that 
don't always get talked about in our community, break it down a little bit further and to make you guys part of the discussion. So anything that you have thoughts on this, if you disagree with me, if you disagree with Rhonda, if you disagree with anything you guys hear over the over the course of this podcast, I want to I always say say it like this. I don't have all the answers and I don't want to present it as if I do. These are living conversations. So I want you guys to take part of it. I've been blessed with the Awakened Soul to have such an engaging audience, um, an intelligent audience that that communicates the way they do. So definitely, uh, if you have any thoughts about anything you hear, send in that email. We also have a voicemail line, 614-547-2039, where you can call in. Uh, let us know what you're thinking about the show. Um, any topic ideas we can play the voicemail on on the air but we're going to take a musical break you know, i like to set the tone kind of cleanse the palate i guess so to say and on the other side of this music it will be the discussion topic Ladies and gentlemen, we have returning for the third time. So I guess I guess she's officially family. Miss Rhonda Mary, what's going on? Yes. Hey, y'all. You can almost call me a regular now. I don't know. Exactly. What do I exactly. get called after the times? <laughs> <laughs> Your family. That's what it is now. Um, so before we get into the topic, you know, I got I to gotta put the spotlight on you for a minute because the first time you were on, which I think was like over a year ago, you had just it started been a year. It really? feels like a year, but believe it or not, I don't think it was that long ago, was it? I, it was like right when you started doing your YouTube channel. Okay. So, so. that's been, yeah, a little I started in 2017. So yeah. Crazy, right? I know. And you had so. just started off. I, I remember because when you started, I think first time I invited you on, you had like maybe a hundred or two hundred subscribers. Really? Now you had like what? Yeah, because we talked about. It. I actually listened to it today before I uh before we recorded today because I wanted to just see how far it's come since the first time. But yeah, you had I think on there you mentioned you had like just cracked two hundred or something like that. Get the heck out of here! That's crazy. I got a little bit over eight thousand now, so we pushing. It's crazy. It's exciting and stuff, but yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. Happy for you. I know uh, how much work you put into it. How much work you got to put into it. Like to do a one video and a live show every week like that. That ain't no joke, man. All right. And sometimes more just just depending on, you know, if I see a topic I really want to do and stuff like that. So, yeah, it does get tough sometimes. It's crazy. What's who's who? How many do you have like a lot of people that reach out to you now? Like, have you had like any big people reach out to you? Yes. Like I in my network and direct access, I have some YouTubers who are like big YouTubers who have 50 to 100,000 subscribers. I've had people email me that have directly worked like uh, with the White House that have worked on prison reform, that have worked on urban revitalization. So it's so dope. I have like, um, I uh, got in contact with a lady that's, um, uh, she was on a breakfast club and speaks on Fox News and things like this. So I, it's really exciting. Like That's what's up. 
That's, that's I'm I'm really really happy for you. Who's your Who's your dream interview right now? Who name it? My dream interview. Yeah. For me to interview. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That's a really good question. I don't know. I would have to think about that a little bit. That's what's up. All right, I can understand that. Well, I man. <laughs> we are here to discuss something that's just completely blown up the the Jesse Smollett situation. So, um, we're gonna start from the beginning. So when it first came out that he was attacked, uh, the whole them saying that he got a noose tied around his head, and I believe he said it was they screamed at him, "It's MAGA country." What was your initial response to that first bit of news? My initial response that first week, I believe that it happened. Because like I said, I do a live every Tuesday on my um, YouTube channel. And so this might have been either that week or the following week, but this was very early on. I told everybody straight up, this story is sketchy. Mm -hmm. Okay. It sounds a little bit like some BS. I don't doubt that something happened to him, but I certainly doubt it happened the way he said it happened. And why I was able to come to that, um, why I was able to rationalize it this way is because a lot of what I do with my YouTube channel is basically following fake news, following up on news stories, looking deeper into stories. And so the more I began to do that, the more I can just call out BS quickly. Mm. Okay. So I actually got a Facebook message from my cousin today and she was like, girl, she was like, I owe you an apology that you didn't even know that you needed. And I was like, (laughs) and she was like, I was so mad at you over this Justin Smollett thing, but he just had me full. I'm like, I know I tried to tell you. Yeah. And the thing too, is like when he, when he did that interview, I can't remember what news site, news channel he was on when he did the interview, and he started crying and tearing up and saying he fought the fuck back. It was like, well, it was Robert, hard. Robert. Yeah, yeah, it was it was hard not to, you know, get emotionally attached to that because he seemed so passionate and the pain seemed real. And now looking back at it, I'm just like, he's an actor. Like now, I don't think I could ever believe an actor again. Cause it's did just, that seem real to you, really? I, and see, the thing is, it's like maybe it's because I I like Jesse. Like I I, I <laughs> thought I did. Like I really did. Uh, loved his music for the most part. But I did. And the thing is, I didn't want to believe anyone would use something like that as a flat out lie. Now looking back at it, now I because I watched that interview again today too. It's like looking at it, it's like it does. It just doesn't seem believable now. Like, but this is the thing what a lot of people don't realize, and this is because the news doesn't report it and they don't follow up on a lot of stories. Hoax and fake hate crimes are not as uncommon as people think. Mm-hmm. They happen a lot. And so we just usually don't know it. So to a lot of other people, it seems really surprising. Like, why would people do this? But people do this. The only difference is Jesse is in a public eye. That's the only absolute difference what makes this stand out from other fake and hoax hate crimes. So. Do you think that that because you say that and it's uh, absolute true and especially now because I like get on conspiracy websites and stuff all the time now like 
my friend Billy Ray Valentine, he has a whole conspiracy theory podcast. He calls it like being in the rabbit hole because he's like, once you see your first conspiracy, like you I'm never, you won't believe anything people. anymore. So I'm telling you, it is, it has happened to me and it is still happening and it's so unreal. And I know some people that don't really pay attention, they're probably like, it is something wrong with this girl. She's crazy. That's probably what my cousin thought before this Jesse Smollett thing unraveled. But people were able to see for themselves. And once you start to see these things unravel for uh, for yourself, your life will never, like, never be the same. It's yeah. like the Matrix. And I think that this, like, being so public is going to be maybe people's first like foray into that like people are like it's so many people now who are going to be more sketchy about it that really didn't pay attention to fake news but to get back on the on the on the jesse thing like the way that it all unraveled so once the brothers were arrested and released without bail anything bond nothing not charged i was like yeah they got something because they're not just gonna let yeah it's a wrap because they're not just gonna let anyone go without anything and and not know for a fact okay yeah, they're telling 100% truth. They had it. And once that happened, I was like, okay, maybe he just lied about parts of it. Little did I know. <laughs> so this whole thing is completely unraveled now. Now we have the whole picture. So Justice Smollett seems like he sent a fake letter to himself a weeks ago, like a month ago, to Fox News threatening himself. Fox News didn't do much about it. Um, he then paid these brothers $3,500 uh, to fake this. All because seemingly he was unhappy with his pay on his TV show. Rhonda, come on, give it to me because I know you got takes. I am still, honestly, I'm still a little skeptical. I want to eventually, I'm hoping to hear from Jesse's mouth, straight from his mouth, what was the intent. Because... I still have a hard time just trusting people in general. And mm. even though I knew the story wasn't true and I believe like because I watched the news early today, they broke down the press conference. They literally broke down the um, time, the time plot of everything. And so I'm like, OK, this makes sense. I get that. But why they're telling us he did it, I... I just, I want it to be more than that. Like, I just need it to be more than that so I can not think he's crazy. Because that's what it is. If this is the the, the truth, if nothing else comes out, um, he is batshit ass crazy. But, you know, we're going to get a Lifetime special in like five years about this. Oh, and I'm going to be one of the first people watching. I'm not even lying. <laughs> I got so many questions. So many questions. So what do you... um? Like, what do you think the effect of this is going to be? Because I think something that definitely needs to be talked about in this situation is the fact that it has on the black community, on the gay community. I know you pay attention to the conspiracy theory. So there's this whole thing going on that in the conspiracy theory world world of a, of a race war that's going to be that's being built up and playing the races against each other. How do you think this particular story plays into that? Okay, so you want me to talk about the race war aspect or you just want me to generally talk about what's going to happen moving forward let's talk about generally first and because the race war thing is going to get deep so let's start off like (laughs) so generally speaking i don't think anything is going to happen i think two months from this we will move on to the next 
overly publicized story, okay? Recently, we were everybody was just on um, R. Kelly. Before that, I don't even remember what we were on. Probably Chris Brown or something. But every single time, this is what the media does. They perpetuate propaganda, fear-mongering. Of course, everybody with social media, we want to be in the know. So we're eager. You know, anybody making videos about Jesse Smollett, you're lit- you're going to get thousands of views, point blank period. doesn't even matter. You can have a hundred subscribers. You're going to get the views because people want to know what's going on. So going forward, I honestly think the news media they're going to double down. People are going to say they are going to learn from this, but they are not. Okay. This is not the first time this has happened. This is just the first time this has happened so publicly, so widespread with every, the whole nation's eyes are on this. Not long ago, there was a fake uh, story that came out from BuzzFeed. It was also a huge buzz about that, but it wasn't in the urban media spheres. I would put it like that. So it wasn't as widespread. And you know, black folks, baby, we can keep stuff going. Listen, We gonna hit you with the memes. <laughs> like, we're funny. We make jokes out of everything. So we keep, we really keep stuff going. We keep the internet jumping. So that's the difference. With this compared to other uh, situations, yeah, absolutely, I, I, I agree with that. And the, just to see the downfall of it, um, it's just it's crazy. I'm still wrapping my head around the fact that this happened and turned this fast. Um, but so he was released on a hundred thousand dollar bond. Uh, ultimately, do you do you think that he's going to go to jail? Do you think he should go to jail? What's your opinion on that? Before we get into the other underlying race war, because Lord knows both the right and the left have been jumping on this. So what I will say is that you do the crime, you do the time. Like literally, he has to be held responsible. So I've been seeing online some people say, well, you know, white people have done this. White people have accused black people of doing this. White people have filed false reports. I understand that. But what people need to understand is that more than anything, this was an insult directly to the black community. Let me tell you why. I feel like we can all agree that black people are the most emotionally and mentally manipulated, used, traumatized by the media by politicians, by the government. Why would you turn around, if you care about Black people, why would you turn around and add to the frustrations and the abuse that we already receive? That's not okay just because you're Black. Yeah. So, I mean, hey, I say he needs to be held responsible for that. And people need to see that. <laughs> Yeah, and the thing, and I, and I, it's funny because I, I tweeted out today. Uh, all the people who like, kind of still apologizing for him. I said, now imagine if there was a MAGA supporter or Trump supporter who faked an attack by black people and then found out how mad you would be. Let's right. keep that same energy. We need to keep. We we need to be that mad at Jesse Smollett. 
Right. Because it, it, it's black people, gay like two of the most marginalized demographics, period. And he 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 set us back. I'm not saying that it's gonna completely stop it because there's more issues going on. Um with like the whole uh LBGT community. I actually uh do you do you, have you heard of the um the gain trans panic defense? No. I'm doing a special episode on that. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that off air. I want to put you on the spot about that. But okay. that, it's something, it's stuff like that that I think we need to talk about. And it's going to all get caught up now in this Jesse Smollett thing where we're, there's a whole sect of the law that's law in 47 states that basically makes it okay if, if a gay person approaches or if I attack a gay person, I say, oh, I did that because I thought they were hitting on me. That's a defense. That's a legal criminal defense. Uh, it's a version of insanity. It doesn't make any sense. But yeah, we don't talk about that in our community. Hmm. I'm gonna have to look more into that. Okay, yeah, we're gonna have to talk about. We, it. We'll talk about that later. Oh, uh, but <laughs> okay. So the race war. We all know this thing became political almost immediately because there were several um, people on the right, which I, I really don't like dividing us like that because I feel like that's already used to divide us already. Mm-hmm. But there were already people saying that this was a publicity stunt. Of course, people on the other side fall back even harder. Now that it turned out to be true, it's turning into war. Like this is it's turning into a rally point for the other side, for both sides. What do you think about that? And let's talk about the race war, because this is going to blow some people's minds because I know you know. it. So let me let me uh, I'm trying to see how to say this in the nicest way possible. But I will say this. Anybody that would compete, fight, go to war in a race war, they're not very bright people, okay? Mm-hmm. No matter what side you are on, you're not very bright. And, and, and let me tell you why. Because above all, there is a class war, okay? Money is green, most people are fighting for resources. Me and a white man that live down the street in the same neighborhood, we don't have anything to fight about. Now, I'm not saying by any means racism doesn't exist. We know that it does. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times racism is pushed and promoted to make us fight agendas that aren't even ours. But we take them on as ours. A lot of times, even with this Jesse Smollett case, a lot of times politicians will use us to promote and further advance their agendas when really it's really a power struggle with them. So I will never get out here in these streets and fight for a Democrat. I will never get out here in these streets and fight for a Republican while they sit behind their gated properties in their mansions, okay, sipping tea, pina coladas, or whatever they drink because they only want power. You literally have people pretending like they're fighting for our behalf while you are living the same lavish lifestyle that you tell us to hate from others. So it just makes no sense. A lot of this is pushed propaganda, and I'm not going to do it. I've always said it's not the freaking um, hillbilly, okay, that I have to worry about. As long as he's not trying to hurt my person, Mm -hmm. 
physically harm me. I don't give a crap about you like not liking me. I don't care. I, I, I don't care. <laughs> like, so, and people need to learn that when it comes to black people, the most important thing we could do is work for resources, having our own, building our own. So you have more power, including politically, because like I always tell my YouTube subscribers, you look at the, you know, a lot of people now they're on this, oh, you know, who has the black agenda, who has the black agenda, which um, political candidate. But the thing is, these uh, candidates, these politicians are slaves to who they are funded by. So if you look at who they're funded by, money, here we go again with the green. If you're look at their if you look at who they're funded by, that's going to show you whose agendas they are going to carry out. So it's really a class war, a corporate war. Um I don't I don't know if you if if that's what you want to call it, but they use us as pawns and useful idiots to carry out their mission, their mission, their mission. I'm not going to do it. I can't. But. So if there is a race war, I will not be participating. Hopefully by that time, I have enough resources to fly to some exclusive island and just do coffee. <laughs> I, I feel that. I feel that. Um, and the funny thing is, how it's funny how like the race war, because they do, they put... The races against each other. And then we kind of have infighting in our own race. Because how often do you hear black people say to other black person, oh, you're not black if you think like that? Like, and it's just, it's weird how we, how it breaks down. Yeah. All the time. I literally had a guy, he had the nerve to come to my YouTube channel um, the other day. And he said something about, why are you here carrying out the white man's agenda? How? By telling black people to self-educate their children, by telling black people to be informed, by telling black people to get your money, by telling black people to stop worrying about foolishness and things you can't control, by telling uh, black people to be active in their community and be more informed politically and about the laws that impact them. By me getting up every day and still working an eight hour job in my black community to help keep little black boys out of the prison system in the first place. Is that how I'm carrying out the white man's agenda? I mean, make it make sense to me. Like, so. (laughs) Listen, the um, I think so much that our people, we don't realize how much keeping us undereducated, keeping us from knowing what's going on, keeping us distracted. Um, has really helped keep keep us in bondage, mental bondage, if nothing else. Like I've 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 said this before, we have been made over the course of generations to feel more comfortable talking about what shoes we have on, what you're wearing, how you're doing your hair, and not talk about politics in our own family because that's what keeps us from growing. That's what keeps us from excelling. That's what keeps us from breaking the real bondage that we've still been in since we left slavery. And people don't think like that. And then when you say that and challenge their line of thinking, they immediately respond with attacking you. And it's like, no, like, look, look at what you're doing. Like, look, if you can't tell me who your alderman is, who your mayor is, what their political platform are, what they have they done that's helped you. But yet you can tell me about when the new Jordans are coming out. I don't know if it's just my age at this point. I can't talk to you. I have nothing to talk to you about. 
this is like this is the thing. I knew it was bad, but it wasn't until I really got a little deeper into the YouTube thing I really noticed is bad. It is really bad out here. We are so 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 misinformed. Mm-hmm. So And that is a huge part of my platform because I am not only learning, but I'm also teaching others. And it's so amazing to see. And the weird part is my YouTube did not start off like that. It kind of grew into like very organically. And so the encouraging messages and the feedback that I'm getting makes me feel like I'm doing the right thing. So And this is my thing. It's not about me telling people what to do. It's not about me telling people what to think. It's not about me telling people who to vote for. I just want to encourage people to be more informed, care, care what's going on, care about following up, know what's going on before it gets viral and it's the hot thing to do, you know? I could tell I could tell your passion for it though and it's like you said you pointed out that it was organic um because I, I don't know if the first time if that's really what your YouTube channel was about but I remember the first video you posted that blew up and I remember you sent it to me and it was like you hit like 2000 in like a day or something for the first time and so and yeah I mean how do you feel about um like that growth and also like you said because that's that's my platform too the awaken so my podcast i always say it's about me learning as much as it is about me educating you know like some people say they got into media to be in your media personality i i don't believe that i got into what i'm doing and i believe that i'm an educator now like that's what i believe i'm doing but i'm also learning that's from so it. weird that's how weird i mean when it comes to me you know what i mean because mm-hmm. i think like i'm just me but you know, I have all this encouraging feedback, and it's like, wow, you know? Well, but what were you about to ask me? I'm sorry. I don't even remember <laughs> now, but I mean, what was, what's, what do you think was that aha moment? Like, that you're like, you know what? This is what I want to do. Like, forget what I wanted to originally, because everything's organic, right? It starts right. off with your idea, and then it becomes something else over the course of it, and you become even more passionate about it, hopefully, for most people. Um, what was that moment for you where it was just like, you know what, this is what I really need to be doing with my platform rather than what I wanted to do with it initially? I think it was. Um, so I started off by making a walk away hashtag walk away video. I don't know if you know, but that was like kind of like a grassroots movement, which included people walking away from the Democrat Party for various reasons. Mm -hmm. These are like all different type of people. This is just a random organic type of thing. So I made this video talking about all my frustrations, right? from oh my god i i can't even remember i made that video a while ago but just feeling this frustration of you know obama didn't do what we expected of him um when i did even more research into some of the crap obama was really doing it broke my heart i'm not even gonna go into that um and then the frustration of 
of like everything that was going on in the news media with Black Lives Matter and feeling like, you know, some of the people weren't getting justice and what the heck are the Democrats doing for us? And all they want to do right now is they pushed our issues to the side and they're focusing on people that aren't even from born into this country. Like, so all these frustrations is spilling over, right? So not long after that video, I would just be watching the news and I would see certain segments and I'm like, let me look further into this. So, oh, by the way, that video ended up doing like, oh my goodness, 40,000 views. I don't, I can't even remember. It did quite a few. I got like a crazy Mm -hmm. response. Good, good feedback and not so good feedback. But anyway, it's this one particular story where um, Trump was on the cover of Time magazine. And it was this little girl um, on the cover and she was crying and he was like looking down at her. I was like, man, what the hell is going on at the southern border? I was like, is this man this evil? Why would he do this stuff? And I'm like mad and frustrated and confused. Man, I go on to actually research the stuff mm-hmm. out of my curiosity. The cover was fake, okay? The girl that they put on the cover was a little Hondurian girl. Her dad came out, said she was never separated from her parents. Like, this was from a whole different thing. Time Magazine knew that the um, the image on the magazine, they knew it was misleading, but they still chose to publish it. Then I go on to research more to find out all the pictures that social media was sharing from that time. All those pictures with kids on a concrete floor with the little aluminum blankets behind the little gates. All those pictures were from whose era? The Obama era okay obama straight obama pictures all of them you can search them to this day they had them in articles you can google search them everything so at that moment it was a light bulb that clicked to me and the fact of the matter is i'm just about the truth no matter what side of the fence is on the angle whatever truth means more to me than anything so i feel like Oh my God, I know this. I got to share with everybody else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's what I did. And ever since then, it's just been uphill. It's just been uphill from there. Because stuff, stuff like that is funny because, you know, people are so quick to program it, it, themselves in their mind and hop on. Oh, look, look what Trump did. And like you said, you exposed the fact that those pictures were from uh, the Obama era. And then it, it, it twists. It's funny how quick it twists. It's like, no, it's not. Or they'll fight you. It's like, look, you can go do the research yourself. Like we have to, as a people, and I, and I, this is another thing I do. I say on my platform all the time, stop running with the, what's twin, tw- uh, tw- God damn, I'm getting tongue tied, trending and just taking it as fact. Do your research. We don't research. We don't. We research. don't. And they bank on it. 
Yeah. They bank, they literally, this is how these people make their money because they know they can sell us anything and we will believe it. Let me tell you, and I'm not trying to switch the subject, but I'm just throwing this in here as an example. So Kamala Harris is running for president. Okay. So like when they first announced it on the shade room on Instagram, I went into the comments just to see what people were saying. And people were like, uh-uh, this ain't it. We not feeling her, this and the other. And I'm like, okay. You know, it was like a little proud moment because it made me like, okay, people doing their research. So I went on Facebook and I was basically saying it, right? What I just told you. Oh, here, here you go. Some chicks about to jump down my throat, anything, anything, I'll be better than Trump, and we just don't like her, I mean, no, we just need to give her a chance to speak, you need to hear what she gotta say, and she is a black woman, and all these, and I'm like, if y'all wanna waste y'all vote, first of all, you need to, like, do some research on the lady, whatever, so, this one lady came back a few minutes later and she was like, well, I do like her policy. She's trying to uh, do something about black women and, and um, uh, black women that are pregnant mothers because black women die at a higher rate than everybody else. And I wrote her back and I was like, she, she just implemented that like, like a few months before she <laughs> announced her presidency and then not only that after so it's basically two girls arguing with me going back and forth with me and finally I was just like screw it at the end of the conversation one of the girls was like well I don't really know much about her but I'm gonna do my research though <laughs> girl what so I literally just sat here and wasted all that time. I have been researching this lady for a year, okay? A year. You're going to come here and argue with me, and you haven't even researched this lady. Like, it's so real yeah. out here. You don't even understand. <laughs> I think the biggest thing... <laughs> the biggest thing that we as a people need to realize everything black ain't pro-black. Oh, absolutely. 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 And you know what? That's a quotable. You <laughs> might put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> can I Seriously, have it? <laughs> you can have it. You can have it. But seriously, I think we're so quick. And and don't get me wrong, because we, we've been underserved in the media and politics that once we see a black person, especially a black woman, um, everybody wants to attach themselves to anything that's can be represented as black right but then we don't do our research as a as a community as a culture it's just oh they're black i'm voting for them and people don't really realize that those black that some of those black people those black politicians that black artist that black whatever is a bigger sellout than the white person next to them because they had to sell out to some not saying all of them i want to make sure i'm not saying all black people who gain notoriety have had to sell out but some of them have had to sell out worse than the white people to get to where they're going and people don't pay attention to that (sighs) yeah um i forgot what i was about to say sorry (laughs) (laughs) sorry i know i cut you off there um (laughs) 
so since we since we got into politics, um, I know I had mentioned to you and may talk about Trump state of emergency. Some, um, do you want to talk about it a little bit? Um, we can. I mean, <laughs> oh, you give me some heavy stuff tonight, Just, man. Doesn't seem like you really want. I mean, we don't have to. I don't want to put you on the spot. I know we've been having a good, fun conversation, but. Mm. Here, here, we'll leave it at this. We'll leave it at this. We won't dive too deep into it because I had like stats and statistics of where the money's coming from and going. I will say this: What's your opinion on on Trump declaring a state of emergency? And we'll leave it at that. Honestly, I don't particularly like it for the simple fact of you know the optics. Mm. <laughs> I really don't like it. I really don't like how the media is going to push it. I really don't like him bypassing Congress. I just don't like the optics of it. Um, However, other presidents have done it. Um, But it can create a slippery slope moving forward. So it's a very complex issue. I see both pros and cons with that. That's fair enough. I I can understand that. It, it definitely is a slippery slope. I think I think even the most even people who are pro Trump, not of course the the fanatics, they even understand that this can set a very dangerous precedent going forward. Right. Um, right. And I think that that's something we all need to pay attention to. And I think that his his cockiness over the fact that it's just going to get pushed through no matter how far it goes and he's even like you know he compared it to the travel ban saying that they got to push through on their on the third version of it um it's problematic but did we really expect anything different like th- th- wh- but, and, and this is the thing this is the thing what people also have to realize whether you support this man or not that is proof Okay, that is a hundred percent proof that he is working on behalf of not only um the people, his fan base, but he is literally doing everything in his power to to do what the heck he said he was gonna do. Imagine if other presidents felt that adamant about getting things done. Imagine if President Obama did a freaking national emergency and he was like, I'm not doing crap until we get this done for black people. Like, just imagine. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even saying he had to do that, but I'm just making this comparison. Like, that's a person that's like, look, I told y'all I was going to do this and now I'm doing it. And so it takes some balls to, to do that. He definitely has balls. Like that that's the thing that I don't think anyone um but you said he's he's serving his base. Not that I agree with it, not that I agree with his base, not that I agree with the wall, but like my thing is is like I said, why are we so surprised by it? He's literally fought to do everything he said he was going to do. And I mean, this is the stuff the man campaigned on. It's not like it's a secret, okay? He's not just throwing stuff in there. This is stuff he's campaigned on. I mean, so, and then he's throwing stuff in there for other people, too, that they're not even reporting, so. Yeah. You know? Two more years. We'll see where we are. Um, But what else? What else is on your mind? Well, I know I brought stuff. Anything on your mind? It's been a minute since we talked. Anything that you want to talk about? Oh, God. I don't know. Nothing in particular. But I do think he's going to win 2020. And I do. I think it's going to be between him and Bernie. Unless, 
unless Joe Biden steps in the ring, it's going to be him and Bernie going head to head 2020. But if he gets this wall done, it's a wrap. Do you think like, that um, the split in the Democratic Party is going to is is what's hurting them the most? Like, cause the, the, it feels like the Democratic Party is like so divided between like four different people in that party that they're like all fighting for the same landscape. You know, usually it's like one or two. It feels like it's really pulling in so many different directions that as a party, again, I don't believe voting Democrat or Republican. I'm going to vote for whoever does the most for what I believe in. But do you think that that's hurting their base some? I will say I was. I don't will say this about the Democrats right now. They are doing the most. Yeah. It's just a lot. They're throwing a lot at you. They're doing a lot. And I think they are inadvertently pushing a lot of people away. Or they are pushing people to these alternative type of faces, right? So a lot of people are kind of moving towards Bernie. And I would say that because I think he's actually an independent, but he runs on the um, Democratic ticket. Mm -hmm. But, oh, child, it's just a lot. I don't know. But I think a lot of them, I I don't think it's going to matter. I think they're still going to continue to support whoever wins the the primary. (sighs) It's going to be interesting, interesting time. That's all I can say. It's going to be very interesting leading up to it. It's going to be very Wait. interesting there. Like, like, it's going to be so messy. It's going to be so messy and drama. And I can't wait for the jokes and the mudslings. Like, this is going to be a show yeah. to remember. <laughs> yeah, a show is, is, yeah, Vince McMahon's booking it because this is going to be like WrestleMania. I'm telling you right now, it's going to be crazy. Like, they're going to be cutting, sitting on opposite ends of the podium straight, just going the hell off on each other. And it's going to be very interesting to watch. Well, Miss Mary, I want to thank you for for taking time out. I know you 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 didn't you a busy popping YouTuber right now, so I I, I appreciate oh, you taking time. Out. Don't flatter me. <laughs> <laughs> What's something you want to leave the uh listeners of the awakening soul with? Anything on your mind? Anything that they need to pay attention to? What do we what's something that they need to look at? What's a resource? Because more people need to be educated like you. So what you got for them? I don't even know like it's no particular place I would say to look, but I would say be open to looking. Something that I always tell my subscribers is stop watching these political pundits and these commentators. You can watch them, but you need to go read stuff with your own two eyes because a lot of times when you read the actual articles, a lot of times, not all the times, but when you read the actual articles, they tend to be less biased and you tend to get more to the truth. These political pundits will have your head swimming. It's going to be filled with their interjection of their biases and their spins and their propagandas. So I'm just here to encourage people to do your own research. Don't allow people to put you in a box. Be open to different ideas. 
Um, I'm certainly not a conspiracy theorist. I don't know why you've been using it. (laughs) 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 Let's turn the whole show. But um, yeah, I think that's it. And of course, subscribe to me on YouTube. I can be found at Rhonda Mary, R-H-O-N-D-A, and Mary, M-A-R-Y. Like Mary Mary, the singers, um, on YouTube and on Instagram. There you go. Go and check her out. Did I, did I call you conspiracy theorist? Did I say that? Mm, you didn't say that like directly. No. 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 But no, you, you kind of implied it a little bit. For lack of a better word, you're not a conspiracy. Yeah, I, I would never want to be. No, conspiracy theory, I think Alex Jones, when I think conspiracy theory, that you are okay. definitely not. Um, okay. Yeah, truth seeker, maybe that's a better word for it. Yeah. There you yes, go. Yes, I like it. There you go. Well, everyone, you guys know where you can follow me uh, at CEO Hayes. That's been it, man. This has been a great conversation. So go and check her out. It may piss some of y'all off to see to to see some of her. No, I think my audience is intelligent <laughs> enough. Yeah. Like, Who holds out like that? Why would you do that? Seriously? Now y'all going over there. It might piss you off, but still, like what? <laughs> What the uh, heck? No, I didn't mean it like that. But like, you know, all showing you just throw me smooth. <laughs> I'll cut it out because I don't. Yeah. I'll cut it out. That's funny. No, I'm just kidding. It's awesome. Oh man! All right, all right. That has been this week's show uh, of the Awakening Soul, episode ninety. Chugging along to episode one hundred. I, I can't wait for episode one hundred. I got something special planned for you guys for episode one hundred. It's something that actually longtime listeners of The Awakened Soul have been asking me to do again for a while. So episode 100 is going to be a doozy, that's for sure. Uh, we're going to have some fun with it. Also going to drop some knowledge with it as well. Um, but yeah, a- enough of that. This has been episode 90. I'm, I'm going so far. we got 10 episodes till we get there. This has been episode 90. Make sure you guys go and follow uh, Rhonda Mary and her YouTube channel. Blowing up. It's funny because the first time she was on the show, uh, like I said in the thing, I think she had like 200 followers. She's up to over 8,000 now. So it's just crazy as both of our shows uh, in our respective lanes have kind of grown since um, we first collabed together. So it's always good to have people come back around. Um, yeah, yeah. So uh, that's it. That's The Awakened Soul. Follow me at CEO Hayes. Follow the podcast at Awakened Soul Pod. Send us any feedback, questions, comments, and concerns. The Awakened Soul Pod at gmail.com. And then also our voicemail line, 614-547-2039. I'm actually going to leave you guys the same way I brought you in this week. So we're going to play a little bit more of that song. And I will see you lovely and beautiful people next week. Stay tuned after the outro music for the Soul Food segment. But that's it. Peace. See you later.
hello beautiful souls it's queen poison back at it again soul food because ultimately i want you to be a better version of you just know that you are worthy you are beautiful you are loved you are capable of amazing things and i want you to have a blessed and wonderful week so it's black history month and what a way to go out with a bang then to know that R. Kelly, Robert Kelly, turned himself in for sexual assault charges. I don't know about y'all, but hey, we getting somewhere. Still on the fence about the Jesse Smollett thing. I, I was really rooting for him to for that to be, you know, a true story. That's still on the fence. We still trying to figure things out, but. That took me to a whole nother place, y'all. Like, I was really rooting for him. I I wanted that story to be true so badly. I just don't know. Also, with it being Black History Month, 20 years since Back That Thing Up by Juvenile came out. Like, what? Like, did y'all know how monumental that is? 20 whole years? And I still run to the dance floor anytime that song comes on. I know I ain't the only one. Y'all also know I don't really do award shows, but Billy Porter and Angela Bassett for the Oscars, their red carpet outfits, I'm gagging. I'm getting my whole life. They got me together. If you haven't seen it, it's all over Twitter. It's all over Instagram. Make sure you go take a look. Those are hands down my favorite styles for any red carpet. Like They blew me away this year. I don't know about y'all, but I feel good, y'all. Like, it's, it's, this year has started off pretty decently. So, I'm going to drop some church announcements. May 4th, mark your calendars, May the 4th. Oversaturated Podcast is doing a live show. And if you're in the DMV area, which means DC, Maryland, and Virginia, stop by and see me along with the cast of Love, Lust, and Badass Soul for the live podcast there i repeat for the dmv area may the 4th single de mayo weekend i will be with cj and aj of love lust and badass soul for their live show it's gonna be live it's gonna be lit you might as well pull up come get a drink you know show your face network a little bit it's all love we all family here so with that being said Save your coins. There's some more events coming up. We're going to slap y'all in the head with it. It's going to be a good time. Network with me. Hit my line. I'm interactive. We can talk. We can chop it up. We can discuss whatever it is you like. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Queen underscore Poison. That is Q-U-E-E-N underscore P-0-I-I-S-0-N. Have a wonderful week and always remember to take care of yourself.